from DailyFanMMA.com back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 283 this weekend, Teixeira versus Hill, Figueiredo versus Moreno, four or two championship fights on the slate, 15 fights in total. This is going to be a crazy event. I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and another matchup of the week from a DraftKings perspective. And before I do, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video. Just there's so many, so much great content coming out throughout the week, not just in MMA, but in a lot of different sports. So I highly recommend subscribing to the channel if you are not a subscriber already. Also, please comment below. Why don't you give me your take on who's coming home with the belts? Teixeira versus Hill in the main event for the light heavyweight championship. Figueredo versus Moreno four for the flyweight championship. Both those fights are competitively lined. So curious to hear who you guys pick to win. Without further ado, I'm going to go into my cash gameplay of the week, which is Jelton Almeida at 9.7K. All right, I'm rolling with Almeida in cash games at 9.7K. I mean, this one is obvious, but I need to explain exactly why it's obvious because we, we can't screw around in cash games. We have to play the best plays. Almeida is minus 1,000 to beat Shamil Abdurakhimov. He is the most expensive fighter on the slate. But the thing, the thing that's tough here is that there's... I think 13 out of 15 fights are projected to end inside the distance. So there is going to be a lot of big scores and we need smash scores in tournaments. I also project Almeida to be one of the highest owned fighters on the slate. It's kind of a different story, but I mean, there are reasons to get cute in tournaments and, and look toward a Nunez or Andrade or Burns, for example, as a pivot in cash games. You just got to roll with, with the odds here. Minus 1000 to win minus 565 to win inside the distance. I don't think I've ever seen a line in the UFC that strong. And I believe he's um, up to minus 250 in spots to win in round one. Almeida is 3-0 and in the UFC. He scored 121, 114, and 118 points on DraftKings, and he's just a very strong wrestler and grappler, a physical presence, fighting an opponent in Abdurakhimov who is getting up there in age, is definitely slow. He's been finished uh, recently by knockout three times in a row. He defends takedowns at 47%. I don't know why the UFC really wants this fight to happen, but um, yeah, Almeida likely has a lot of success and wins the fight quickly and puts up a big DraftKings score. I may not be as heavy on him in tournaments, but small field and cash games, I think he's like a near lock and um, Almeida should definitely be in your cash games this week at 9.7K. Moving on to my tournament play of the week, I'm going to give out one in the co-main event here. I'm going to give out Brandon Moreno at 8K. And truthfully, I do think this is should be a competitively lined fight. I will have exposure to both sides. But I've picked Moreno in all three of the fights leading up to this point. And I'll just kind of explain my general thoughts as to why I still think he's a realistic chance to win. Um, the, the downside is that this fight's in Figueiredo's home country of Brazil where Figueiredo's a you know, dynamic one-punch power, a, a knockout threat. And at home in Brazil, I definitely think that plays a role. And I do think Figueiredo could compete throughout the 25 minutes, could hurt Moreno at any point. And picking him to win is not wrong at all. I think Moreno has a little bit more fantasy upside, though, um, as he throws strikes at a higher volume. He's a little bit better defensive, defensively sound, and he's a better grappler which didn't really play itself out in the third fight. Figueredo actually landed 
Um, at least one takedown, if not two. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, Figueredo, yeah, landed two takedowns against Moreno in the most recent fight, but didn't really have any control success. Um, a couple minutes of control in total. Moreno didn't wrestle really until the end of the fight, which was a concern for me because he won by submission fairly easily in the second fight. And the problem that I had with Moreno is that coming to the third fight, he attempted one takedown in the first four rounds, ate a bunch of leg kicks, and you know what? what's the thing you need to avoid when your opponent's path to victory is to land big shots? It's you know to brawl with them. And Moreno spent a lot of time kind of brawling with Figueredo, mixing up his wrestling, earning top control is a way to relieve that pressure. And I do think he's capable of that. So I just think he has more takedown upside. I think he has more control upside. I think he has a little bit more submission upside outside of one fighter or the other getting hurt prior to a, prior to a submission threat. And he also lands strikes at a higher rate. Figueredo still to this day absorbs more strikes than he lands. 3.27 versus 3.53. Moreno's a little bit better here. 3.58 landed versus 3.33 absorbed. Um, inside distance lines, let me double check those as well. They should be pretty competitive. Moreno is plus 275. Figueredo's plus 270. Moreno saves you the extra $200 on DraftKings. And I, I just like him a little bit better. I consider Moreno to be a little bit better per round. He's the younger fighter. He's the one who's probably going to be making improvements. I think he's a, you know, uh, per, per better per round per better per round on the feet and he has more grappling upside where Figueredo is probably going to need big moments in the fight which he can still have success doing but if I have to choose one from a fantasy perspective it'll be Moreno at 8k um, I project the winner to score very well regardless of who wins and I like Moreno for the extra $200 in savings as a minus 125 favorite so Moreno will be my tournament play of the week all right let's move on to my salary play this one will be a little bit more sneaky I think I'm gonna go with Ismail Bonfim taking on Terrence McKinney and this is this, I could have used this as the matchup uh, of the slate where McKinney and Bonfim are I think minus 600 or more to end this fight inside the distance um, McKinney is a slight favorite overall, minus 130. Bonfim is plus 110. Yeah, the fight's minus 650 to end inside the distance. And we know McKinney's style by now. It's kill or be killed. He's very aggressive. A really good fighter, really skilled striker, and a good wrestler. Very dangerous, very impactful early in fights. But he doesn't have the cardio to last. He gets very tired, and he gets hurt, and he gets finished. And he's fighting an opponent in Bonfim who's making his UFC debut, who's not you know an elite fighter anywhere i wouldn't consider him an elite striker or an elite wrestler but he's decent and he's gone a hard 15 minutes a bunch of times and against decent competition and so if this fight gets into past you know one and a half rounds i think bonfim is probably going to be favored and i think bonfim has a real chance to upset mckinney where mckinney if he wins it's probably going to be from some big success early in the fight mckinney Writes out very well from a DraftKings perspective. Minus 105 to win. Minus, sorry, minus 105 to win inside the distance with a minus 130 betting line. He has a ton of finishing equity, likely to put up a big score in a victory, and I think he's an excellent DraftKings target. I also think McKinney's going to be among the higher-owned fighters on this entire slate at 8.5K. People love to play him. He's a favorite. He rates out well, and he's scored very well in wins recently. So I think he's going to be very, very popular and I just still don't fully trust 
him in extended fights, especially against an opponent who's shown to be durable, who's shown to have cardio, and who's talented enough to uh, fight competitively, I think, the longer this goes. So 7.7K for Bonfim could be a little bit sneaky here. He's plus 155 to win inside the distance, so that does suggest if he wins at all, a finish is somewhat likely. I think he's got upside for the price, leverage opportunity against McKinney. And I think this is a matchup as well you just need exposure to. So I'll be I'll have ownership on McKinney, but probably less on the field. And I like Bonfim uh, more from a sneaky perspective, um, from an upside standpoint at 7.7K. He'll be my salary play of the week. All right, and finally, my matchup of the week, I'm going to go with Gregory Rodriguez versus Bruno Fajera. Rodriguez is a favorite at minus 286, Fajera plus 246 on DraftKings. Rodriguez is 9.1K, Fajera 7.1K. And Rodriguez is going to be the popular side here. Again, he's won four out of five fights in the UFC, put up big scores, coming off a 109-point knockout, scored 141 in the fight prior to that. And he's a big favorite. And he's minus 205 inside the distance. So he rates out very, very well. I mean, it just there's a lot of reasons to like Rodriguez. Good submission grappler, good wrestler, pretty decent technical striker. It's just he's got some durability issues. He's got some cardio issues and some fight IQ issues where he tends to strike a lot before he wrestles. And he's fighting this newcomer in Fajera who, you know, probably loses. He's coming in on short notice. He is short for the division. He's not a big guy, but he's he's physical enough. I just I really like what I've seen from Fajera on tape. I think he is a good wrestler, and he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, and he's a black belt in judo. And, you know, Rodriguez is used to having this big wrestling and grappling advantage, and I'm just not certain that he will in this matchup. I think Fajera could neutralize him, could defend takedowns, could have good enough BJJ to survive some ground exchanges, or could even land a takedown of his own, as we haven't really seen Rodriguez defend takedowns from good wrestlers yet. And if this fight plays out on the feet, you can favor Rodriguez. But, I mean, Rodriguez has been <laughs> knocked out cold by fighters worse than Fajera. wasn't that long ago. It was on the Contender Series in 2020. He got knocked out by Jordan Williams in the first round. And then he nearly got knocked out by Junyun Park in 2021. And then he nearly got knocked out by Njikawani in 2022. And so, yes, do I favor Rodriguez? Sure. I think he has a lot of upside. I think he rates out very well from a DraftKings perspective. But I think Fajera is a live underdog here. And I think he's very sneaky at 7.1K, plus 325 inside the distance. May, you know, I don't expect much of him in an extended fight, but I do think he has finishing upside early, and I'm very curious to see him in the octagon on Saturday. Great matchup to target. I think it's going to be fought at a super high pace, and the winner's going to put up a very strong score. So that will be my matchup of the week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, at Bradley, double T, double P. Just finished off like an hour and 40-minute premium podcast with my boy Gordo covering every single fight on the slate. If you're looking for more information, again, you can find that dailyfanmma.com. We even have a promotion for, I think, $28.30 off a yearly package. If you want that, that's UFC 283 as the promo code for yearly package. Just DM me on Twitter if you need any more information. Again, Brett Apley, Double T2P. Thank you, guys. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment below who you're picking in the title fights. Best of luck this week. Take care. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.